in a world where pods are everywhere. One actor waits in the wings. For the people that brought you stuff you probably never heard of comes The Understudy. All right, episode four. Wow. Sandra Annette Bullock. Her middle name's Annette? Yes. You're so good with the names, I would have never known that. We're going full name, Sandy Bullock. Um, Morgan. Hi. What have you been watching? Have you seen anything great lately? Well, it's not so much movies, but I binged watched um, The Umbrella Academy on Netflix starring Ellen Page. Oh. And it's about a family who are superheroes and they're very dysfunctional and their billionaire eccentric father dies and brings them all back together and they essentially have to save the world. But uh, <laughs> it, yeah, it's kind of this post-apocalyptic kind of theme throughout the whole season, but you don't even care about that. You're just so obsessed with these characters and figuring out what each of their powers are and and they're also dysfunctional. It's so good. I highly recommend it. It's fantastic. I even got Sydney on and it's so good. Like you don't have to be a sci-fi or a superhero lover of films or shows to enjoy this. You are on it because that just released like Friday, I think. Yeah, I know. Well, it's because the job I'm working at, I've been watching interviews and so many people have been on set for it and it's shot in Toronto. So yeah, I I was going to watch one or two episodes and then I watched the whole thing. Okay, research, research. Yeah. Yes, it was shot here. Um, How about you? I've been doing a bit of a retro TV thing. Ooh, I love that. Um, so I've been watching The Sopranos again. Oh, have you? You know, I've never gotten through the whole series before. Um, it started because I was watching the last couple episodes of Game of Thrones leading up to now to get caught up. Yeah. But I started. I saw The Sopranos, and I'm like, "Let me start this bad boy again." And was and like, are you it's already good. hooked? Uh, yeah, I forgot how much. Although the early episodes are very dated, um, but I forgot how much you you forget how much you love the characters. Yeah, till you relive it. But that's what I've been kind of up late watching. That's awesome. I love that. Sandra. Bullock. Yes. Uh, Sandra Bullock films played a large role in my life growing up. They were just, some of her films were just films I'd watched 50 times plus. I feel like she's kind of been always there. Oh, I know. She's never really taken a big break. Yeah, I know. And she's done so many different genres and she's really good in all of them. (laughs) I feel like, although I love her as you know, rom-com queen or the girl next door. I mean, she can play dramatic roles. She can play emotional roles. She's in sci-fi films. Like I just, I adore her. Even demo, is it demolition man? Early Stallone. Yeah. Oh man. Even that she's kind of adorable in it. So yeah, yeah. that was one of her first. I got to Yeah. She's one of those girls that you kind of want to be her best friend. Oh, I know. Like she's, yeah, no, she's great. Yeah. She's so good. Do you remember her in a time to kill? And she wasn't the main, but no. she was great in it. She was, I really remembered her in that role. I think that could have been one of the first times I'd ever seen her. And I was like, who's this? Yeah, because her and McConaughey had some good, good chemistry. Uh, chemistry. <laughs> they were going to go there, but didn't. He was no. married. So, yeah, it was, uh, it was really amazing. Wow. Well, we got to get to your first pick. Yes. Okay. So, I, I'm, I'm not even going to say this is my favorite, but it's just a film that I've seen so many times. Whenever it's on TV, I will watch it. And I feel like it's quintessential Sandra Bullock with her comedy, too, because she's so good in comedy, uh, Miss Congeniality. These people want to put one of their agents in the pageant. Do you have an agent in mind? <laughs> Sorry. 
She doesn't look the part. There's no way on earth that I can make this woman ready in two days. She's Dirty Harriet. She doesn't act the part. Come on, have some Midnight John, some uh, girl talk. It's light beer, and she's gonna throw it up anyway. She doesn't want the part. I'm not gonna parade around in a swimsuit like some airhead bimbo. Describe your perfect date. I'd have to say April 25th. But she's about to prove anything is possible. I have gel in my hair. I haven't slept all night. I'm starved, and I'm armed. Don't mess with me. Get ready. Gun! For the new face of the FBI. Of course he had a gun. This is Texas. Everybody has a gun. My florist has a gun. Miss Congeniality. What is the one thing our society needs? World peace. World peace. World peace. Harsher punishment for parole violators, Stan. And world peace. Yeah, it came out in 2000, and I was surprised to learn that, I guess not surprised, but she was nominated for a Golden Globe for that role in the music or comedy category Amazing for that role, which I think is pretty funny. Um, I love this one. Not only is the film great, but I love watching her be this kind of rough, tough FBI agent who then has to transform into a beauty queen, and it's so funny. I love the entire cast, Benjamin Bratt, Candace Bergen. Oh, my gosh, she plays such a good, evil Murphy Brown. Character. I know she's so great in that. Uh, Shatner, of course. Michael Caine. Michael Caine and her have like the best chemistry throughout the whole film because he's trying to teach her. And although like, and it's so good. Like, although of course she has great chemistry with Benjamin Bratt and that's kind of the romantic interest. I love Michael Caine and her together. I forgot Michael (laughs) Caine was like her etiquette kind of to kind of get her to drop the tomboy ways. Oh, totally. And so a lot of the comedy comes back from those two together and their interaction. So I just love it so much. It's just one of those really good, feel-good movies. Forget how good he is as that side, because now he's Alfred oh, in Batman Yeah, But that's funny. No, he was very, um, very different character in this, and, and, and as well, very funny. And then all the girls, too, and them eating pizza, and oh my gosh, it's just great. I think a lot of people would argue that this is... Sandra being her most Sandra. Yeah, I totally agree. That that was kind of at like the height of those films. Like she could pretty much do anything. You'd go watch her in anything. It was a huge box office success. Like I just love it so much. And I believe it was the director, Daniel Petrie, who did How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, which you know how huge that movie was. He also directed Mystic Pizza, which was one of Julia Roberts' first kind of big breakout roles. Those are some good ones. I know. I know. So I kind of love this movie. How about you? What's your... Yeah, what happened to... One of your uh, favorites. What happened to Benjamin Bratt? He was... Well, he was dating Julia Roberts. Remember? I forgot And then she got her Oscar. Episode one. Right. Julia Roberts. And then they broke up a couple months after. So then that, of course, ties into the whole Oscar... um, Isn't there like an Oscars for, for best actress? Whoever wins best actress? Like their love life kind this of true. crumbles um, and Sandra Bullock is also in there remember she thanked her guy that guy that ran that show oh yeah and then he cheated on her oh wow that's right yeah there's like a curse for the oh, best yeah. actress winner at the Hillary Oscars Swank. Hillary Swank yeah broke up yeah uh, afterwards well that's um, what I hear I mean who knows if it's a real curse or not but that's just what I've read so we're gonna look up the stats yeah get back to. <laughs> we'll get back um, to you but it's not looking good for <laughs> no. if you have a relationship and you win best actress <laughs> and giving a shout out to your loved one at the time because then 
Doesn't last. Doesn't last. Yeah. Um, After that, though, I swear to God, I didn't really see. Wait, he was in a TV show, wasn't he? Oh, he does play a reoccurring role on Modern Family, which oh. I love. Benjamin um, Bratt? He is the estranged uh, ex-husband of uh, and father of Manny on the show. Oh, my God. I did not know that. Yeah. So so she, he's always up against Sofia Vergara's yes. character? Oh, that's great. That's uh, her ex-husband. Hilarious. Um, he's dreamy. Yeah, he is uh, <laughs> Benjamin Bratt. And he has aged well. I know. He looks the same. Yeah, he looks um, great. Favorite scene? Oh, oh. And there are a ton, probably. Oh, my God. Oh, well, I love when she's walking out of the airport and, or the airport hangar, and they've just completely redone her. Oh, the slow-mo. And it's just so, I know that's so typical, but she's walking out, and she looks so hot, and then she goes down on her feet. Like, she can't well, walk she wipes in her heels. Out or she right? wipes out, and then she gets back up. She's like, I'm okay. Uh, so I really like that, too. That's That's, that's got to be fun. probably the... That one or the one where she's talking to Benjamin Bratt's character and she's like, you love me. You think I'm gorgeous? What? I don't think you're gorgeous. You think I'm gorgeous? You want to kiss me? You want to hug me? Look, I think McDonald is more feminine. I'd rather kiss him. You want to love me? You want to hug me? You want to smooch me? You want to... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's classic. I feel like this film... It's got to be one of her most, not repeated, but the most aired on regular TV on it's weekdays. always on and I always watch it. It's a good one. It's a <laughs> yeah. good one. I don't blame you. I don't blame yeah, you. It's a good like Saturday morning movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, uh, one of my, my, my first Sandra Bullock, one of my top two would have to be more recently Gravity. Good. Um, if you guys haven't seen it, I feel like this is a great example of a movie that if you saw it in theaters, you're thinking to yourself, this is what the movie experience should be. Mm-hmm. I saw it in IMAX, not oh, 3D, wow. but IMAX and incredible. And, and if you guys haven't seen it, it is obviously the story of uh, two astronauts, George Clooney and Sandra Bullock. And uh, there's an accident in space and it's all about her trying to get home. 
And she has to carry this film by herself for a lot of the film. I'm always so impressed with like, you know, when you think of films uh, with Tom Hanks and he's on the island and other people who have to kind of carry a film all by themselves. Yes, she interacts um, with George Clooney's character through her microphone and they have a conversation and stuff like that. I mean, it really is her on her own, watching her struggle, watching her have a breakdown, watching her survive. And she just, she can carry it. Yeah, no actor other than George to play off of. Mm-hmm. Although I did love their banter. Right. But it was mostly through their like microphone, through the helmets, yes. right? Because they were separated. Yes. And uh, Ed Harris as the voice <gasps> oh, of NASA. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is funny because I, um, he was also the voice in the control center in the old Apollo movie. Such a great film. Yeah. I love him in that. Um, yeah, Gravity, for me, um, did not win Best Picture. I know. Um, I felt it should have that year. That's Alfonso Cuaron, right? Yes. Yeah. And he did win Best Director uh, 2014. And she was nominated for Best um, Actress, but she lost to Kate Blanchett in Blue Jasmine. But, oh, man. Blue Jasmine was so good. Yeah. So I don't blame her, <laughs> but I loved That's Gravity. That's a tough one. Yeah. Um, that year, for sure. Such a good one. Do you have a favorite scene? I'd have to say... And selfishly, it's not, well, it's Sandra Bullock, but it's not, it's either the opening shot, which is actually, I don't know, 12, 13 minutes of one shot. Yeah, it's wild. And it really gives you that, he really wanted to convey the silence in space because sound doesn't travel. There's Mm -hmm. nothing for it to travel with. And um, that shot was amazing. It really starts the movie with you. I remember I, you could hear a pin drop in the theater. And oh, I know. It's what everybody was talking about. Whoever had seen it that weekend, you know, when it first opened, I mean, that's that's all anybody was talking about was that opening sequence. Yeah, no, incredible. That or um, it would have to be one of the just simple scenes where she's um, floating through in inside one of the shuttles. Yeah. I don't know, because she had a, a dance choreographer and all these things, and oh. you really see it because obviously they're not going to have a weightless gravity room, but... Amazing. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's a good one. Okay. Are you ready to go back to 1998? Wait. What? I'm so excited. Go. Before we get to our favorites, we have to do our least favorite. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited about my favorite. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Oh, least. Okay. Least favorite. This might be actually a little controversial because this was a highly successful film. I'm going to say Bird Box. Ah. which most people saw it on Netflix, I think. A lot of people. I mean, it came out like December 20th or 21st. It was right when everybody was off for Christmas break. And I think within the first week, it was reported 40 million people had seen it. And then within the month, like 80 million people had seen it. There were memes galore. I saw the memes before I saw the film. Same. And I still haven't finished it. (laughs) Okay, we're going to talk about that. So here's the thing. I, I really loved the first like 45 minutes. I thought the suspense was great. You're just trying to figure out what happens. My issue was, um, in the middle of the film, I got bored. I found the dialogue kind of like, meh. and I, I, I do like mystery, but I do want to know what these entities, what these entities are, what this mysterious force is, why it affects some people to have them commit suicide and why it doesn't affect other people. Like I, I just wanted to know more about that and so I found myself a little frustrated by the end of the film that you know like something like a quiet place people were making comparisons to that you know that this is some sort of alien force who just they can't see but they can hear so just don't make a sound and that's just what they are and that's fine with me but if you're going to go into a storyline about it affects some people but it doesn't affect others tell me why 
Yeah. Why? There's some <laughs> when there's too many holes in the plot. Like yeah. We're going to watch a show or a movie. We want to suspend belief. Yeah. But I need some something to hold on to. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if it, if if everybody was affected and everybody was committing suicide, even if they didn't explain why they were committing suicide, it was just a thing. Fine. But if some are affected and others aren't, you got to tell me why. <laughs> yes. Because um, the premise explained to everybody who hasn't seen it, the premise. of Yeah. So basically, out of nowhere, people are being affected by something that they cannot see. I think you can see like wind moving and you can, mm. you, that's how you kind of know when these entities are nearby or this mysterious force is nearby. But it essentially gets into somebody, you can see their eyes are glazed over and then they kill themselves. Yes. However, like immediately, however quickly they can do it. They experience or see their worst fear. Right, their worst fear, yes. Yeah. I mean, that's what you assume, right? I I guess. Yeah. Although I have to, in all fairness, I'd have to finish it. Okay, so how come you haven't finished it? I just, oh, it's painfully bad for me. Why? I don't know. I just feel like it's- boring? It's a bit boring. Yeah. I don't know. Did you, is it like, did you like the beginning or, or maybe is it? it? Maybe it's circumstance because I, I start it late at yeah. night. I'll give it that as a <laughs> mitigating factor. But Well, it's also tricky too when you see a film that everyone's talking about. You go in with super high expectations. I mean, people, that's all people were talking about. And then for me to watch it, I was like, oh, this actually isn't, it's not the, like the best <laughs> yeah. suspense film I've ever seen. I mean, it was great with the kids in the boat going down the river. That was creepy, but I yeah, want to. I want to know more. The memes. I feel like the memes blowing up my timeline kind of ruined. <laughs> oh my god! People went to the actual house oh, wow. where where they were. A lot of the the cast were locked inside this one house and were doing the bird box challenge. Remember that was a challenge, and oh, then yeah. it was getting dangerous. People were blindfolding themselves and walking into traffic. It's like whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, that's not. You don't need the the Instagram pick that bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, people do. People. I, do yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> so I, I, I didn't hate it, but it, I was I was a bit disappointed. And I'm not too disappointed with Sandra Bullock films. Yes. I thought she was great in it. Okay. I just, overall. Overall. The film. This yeah. is more the film than Sam. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What about you? My uh, least favorite was, it was also a recent thing. Oh. Um, Ocean's 8. <gasps> oh my God. I loved that film. I hated it. What is wrong with you? Why? Well, I saw it on a plane and I, I, I was really impressed. See, I'm a fan. Like I love Ocean's 11, 12 and 13. Okay. And for me, the first time I saw it, I'm like, is this even like a licensed part of those guys? Is okay. this... A diff like this isn't the same writer and then it's Steven Soderbergh did the first three. Okay. Oh, he did all three. Uh, yes, okay. and r- helped of course write. And right. then this one was done by Gary Ross. Okay. Who, in all fairness, he wrote or directed uh, like Seabiscuit, The Hunger Games, um, one all of my right. favorites back in the day. Big. Speaking of, Tom I Hanks. love Big, and I do love that, but. I don't feel like um, this is this is not Ocean's Eleven, Twelve, Thirteen. Okay. I feel like he's trying to use the same formula. Oh, hundred percent. Um, sl- trying to be slick. Okay. But for me, it fell really flat. Mm-hmm. And there's like, as an audience, we're way more sophisticated than. I feel like he dumbed down a lot of stuff, and he had to explain a, a bunch of the caper. That's true. In not a great way. Okay, so I had no expectations. I was kind of like, I I also don't have a super close connection with 
the original Ocean 11, 12, 13 films. Like, I know that they were great, but I don't know that they were what some of my favorites. Um, and so for me, I was just so impressed with this cast. Like, Kate Blanchett and her, I thought, had fantastic chemistry. Look, call me shallow, but I was obsessed with what they were all wearing. I thought Aquafina was hilarious in it. Um, even uh, Riri. Yep, Rihanna. <laughs> yeah. Rihanna. It's like I couldn't remember her full name it was just Riri um I, I thought she was great I I just loved them all together I thought Anne Hathaway who hasn't always been my favorite I thought she was pretty good in it so I was more impressed with how stylized it was as opposed to really digging too deep into it I guess yeah for yeah. me oh man I, I guess because I loved <laughs> you hated it. it I hated it <laughs> like there was no reason at the end there's a shot of all of them posing on the subway and normally you think oh this is a great way to have the whole crew together but they're posing on a subway just after they split whatever However, 20 millions. million each. Yeah. And it was like, I have no, there's no need for this scene. Whereas he's a, clearly attempting one of the scenes from one of the Oceans movies where yeah. the guys all are at the Bellagio fountain. Okay. And it's just a great scene. But this is like uh, a knockoff. I don't but, know. Well, because the tie-in with the original was Sandra Bullock's brother was George Clooney yes was that how that worked right and I was also very sad that they wrote that he died died yeah, yeah. although there was a line where they're like so your brother's dead and she was kind of like oh yeah that's true they kind of left that open. Yeah. there was a wink okay at least. okay so she was so it ran in the family that they could pull off these big heists yes did you think it was I mean for you who's all about fashion I thought you would have loved that basically the big heist took place at the biggest yes. fashion event of CFDA the year. awards which is amazing but here's another. Here are my major holes. Okay, go. Or a, what are the chances in this brat pack that they're friends with a major designer, Helena Bonham Carter? Right. A major designer, stylist, whatever, major designer who is already major but still wants to commit a crime because she ha- she was down on her luck she kind of was a joke in the fashion industry at yeah. one point she had a name but like she seemed kind of desperate and her character is really funny like she no, seemed like character's great you, you uh, in my opinion she actually played it well enough that you believed that this woman was so desperate to kind of like build her brand again that she would actually stoop this low <laughs> they did play it well where she wasn't a pro criminal by no, no means yeah heck she no. was always like uh what do i do now yeah uh, yeah yeah which but you don't like i don't her. like We've already <laughs> talk- if you watch our brad pitt yeah. podcast your favorite film was fight club fight club but you said the only thing you didn't like about it was helena barnum carter's yes, helena character barnum carter. and i loved her in it oh man yeah no she's <laughs> not my cup of tea but yeah, so th- here's my next thing. Let's go with the script. And I the love movie. seeing you like this. You're rarely negative. Not that you're negative no, now. It's just no, you I'm, tend to really like a yeah. lot of things. So this I is usually fun like for to me. stick to the positive, but because this was so frustrating this for me, so I have great. to go through my list. Go. <laughs> and everyone that knows me knows I like Riri and Rihanna. <laughs> I know. But oh man, like when you're writing characters, I don't like a that she has to be extra ethnic stereotype uh, okay you can know what be, i did notice that yes she just be the computer geek thing cool geek that yeah. just yeah she doesn't have to be the cool extra ethnic stereotype heavy accent uh like it was almost too contrived okay got you so and and as a conversely when you held her character up to the other two mains kate and sandra it's like why can't she not be just the computer girl and be just as cool and slick. True. 
<clears throat> so that bugged me. Okay. It also bugged me that Aquafina. I love Aquafina. Uh, I love Aquafina. And I love that, okay, fine. She plays a New Yorker and she plays kind of like Matt Damon's character, Linus, the pickpocket. Okay. Quick hands. Yes. But again, stereotypical New Yorker skater girl oh. playing three card Monty in the park. And I was like, this is too, like, if I wrote this play in high school. Okay. I'm going to have skater girl. I'm going to yeah. have. Um, you know, and it was like, but isn't this film Jamaican, Jamaican uh, IT girl, and then okay, okay. I'm gonna have Mindy Kaling, who I love, although love she her. was the jewelist specialist, yeah. I take it, but yeah, I don't know. I had just had problems with these characters too. Okay, and I also love like this to me is like no offense to the Justice League fans, but it felt like <laughs> Justice League where we got a bunch of great characters or people, sorry, but it didn't work for me. Okay. And Steven Soderbergh. Man, you could really see the writing difference. Okay. I see what you're saying. I think if you're going to compare this film to Ocean's Eleven, 12, 13, the Soderbergh films, like, I I get what you're saying. There's no way that you can compare. And I know that you're saying it's even more than that. But I think for someone who just saw, you know, kind of a role reversal of those films and seeing all these actresses come together. I mean, I giggled a lot, a lot more than I thought. This is true. It gets points for you for enjoyment. And in all fairness, the wife enjoyed it. And she was like, oh, good. Don't did she? She was like, "Uh, what? You're saying that's your worst? I'm like, yeah, it's terrible. Oh, my gosh. We need to chat. I like her already. It might might (laughs) only be because of my affinity for the other three. No, but I understand yeah. if you saw characters that could have been developed a little bit more and not yeah. so inside the box, kind of. Yeah, and speaking of uh, kind of typical and stereotype, um, when she gets out, I don't know, how do you feel as a woman where they have her uh, right away shopping and shoplifting? Oh my God, I loved it. Okay. Because I, I feel mean, like she has no money. I thought it was really smart and conniving. Like, I was like, yeah. damn, it that seemed a bit, she knows what she's know. doing. It's a bunch of stuff that seemed a bit <laughs> too on the nose for me. It's like, okay, now she's... Doing a shopping maneuver, and now she's going to the major hotel. And yeah, I loved it. I mean, if you're gonna watch a movie about a heist, and these women are kind of living this high life, or at least she is, or she doesn't, but she knows how to get it. I, I mean, I was entertained from the from the moment it started. I guess because the the um, George Clooney and Brad Pitt um, pack, I felt like both of them were on a sophisticated level where I feel like Kate Blanchett's character might have been at that level. She's badass. But there was, yeah. And there was like mini scenes that I felt if I was, oh, I am an editor, but I would edit them out. Oh, okay. Yeah. I found myself saying, you don't have to explain that to me. Okay. So th- I get this then. So for you, I was able to kind of lose myself and just enjoy, mm-hmm. you know, just laughs and what they were wearing and if they were going to get through this bank heist but for you if you're taken out of a film that much that you're noticing editing and you're then yeah you didn't even I can see why you didn't like it because I hate films like that where you get so pulled out of it that you can't even yeah I can't even enjoy enjoy it it. no yeah Yeah, and that's fine I mean we all react to films differently but yeah it's so funny though that that's your worst and I actually surprisingly liked it yeah because literally there was one scene in particular where something happened and then they did a scene with Kate Blanchett and Sandra retelling what happened. But I'm like, as an audience, yeah. as an audience member, I just saw it. You don't have to got you do it verbatim 
again between these two as a dialogue scene. And I was like, why are you explaining it twice? Okay, I feel like we're going to have to watch this film together so that you can be like, there. And I'll probably be like, what are you talking about? I'll be like, (laughs) you just saw this happen. Uh, Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like audiences are sophisticated enough that, or maybe I'm just so... Yeah, I'm, I, I guess I am looking through the lens of no, I can unfairly that. comparing it to no, the No, no, because you've... But if you're taking Oceans as part of your title... <laughs> you better live up to you it. You better live up to it. <laughs> That's awesome. Can I go to my favorite now? Now your favorite Sandra Bullock movie. Okay, well now I feel like you're going to judge me, but I love... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I love Practical Magic. The Owen sisters are two beautiful witches. Hang on to your husbands, girls. With one wicked problem. She has the worst taste in men. Any man they fall for falls victim to a deadly curse. Any man who wins the heart of an Owens woman is bound to end up six feet under. And as hard as they try. Oh, my God. They can't keep their loves. I feel like I'm never going to see you again. Look out! Alive. It was an accident. It was fate. It was the curse, wasn't it? Now, a detective. Is he cute? In a very penal code sort of way, yeah. Is looking for answers. Did you or your sister kill James Angelo? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but the only kind of magic. You just look familiar. We never met before. I remembered if we had. That can break the evil spell. What would you do, Joey? What wouldn't I do for the right guy? Is the magic of two people. Magic isn't just a spell. Who discover the power? What I'm saying is, I'm a witch. You know, all relationships have problems. <laughs> of true love. So here's the thing: you need to know. I'm obsessed with Halloween. I'm obsessed with any stories with witches, witchcraft, supernatural elements. But that is so just one or a couple of elements of this film, why I love it so much. I will watch this film any time of the year. I've seen it probably over 50 times. Wow. I love, love, love the connection between Nicole Kidman's character and Sandra Bullock's character. They're sisters. Um, they've grown up with this curse on their family that whoever they fall in love with will die. Um, and essentially, without... I, yeah, I keep thinking I'm going to ruin something. It came out in 98, people. Um, but, <laughs> I think um, even earlier. Basically, is it earlier than 98? No, you're right. Yeah, yeah. And um, Nicole Kidman's character gets caught up with a bad guy who essentially tries to kill her. And Sandra Bullock's character tries to save her. And then they kill him. But then his spirit essentially comes back and haunts them. And then they have to deal with that, which is funny and also has some scary elements. And then you have the ants that the sisters live with um, in this beautiful home. Like, it's the home. It's everything. Like, I want to live in this giant home um, that's kind of, like, on a cliff looking over the water. Um, and then it's Stalker Channing and Diane Weiss. Rizzo from Greece. And yeah. Yes, Diane Weiss. And Diane Weiss, the mom from Lost Boys. Yes. Love her. Right. And so they play the ants who are essentially... They're maternal figures, both for these two sisters. Um, and they're great. And my favorite scene, if anyone has seen Practical Magic, you know it's got to be Midnight Margaritas, where they essentially just, in the middle of the night, get loaded on margaritas. And it's this fantastic chemistry between Nicole Kidman, Sandra Bullock, Stalker Channing, and Diane Weist. And they're all together, and it's so fantastic. 
Wow. Yeah. This is, now that you explain it, because I literally probably haven't seen it since the 90s, um, this feels like a Morgan film. It's such a me film in so many, I've seen it so many times, it's embarrassing. When it's I say like, uh, 50 plus, it's probably Your more. witch's Harry Potter well, side. I'm obsessed with Harry Potter. Meets rom-com love with a right. bit of horror and killing. It's per- <laughs> 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 but it's okay. He's a bad guy, so it's okay that they killed him. But then they try to bring him back, so then there's a seance scene with whipped cream, which is hilarious. Um, and then, of course, Aiden Quinn, who we've talked about. Yes, amazing in Legends of the Fall. R- love him in Legends of the Fall. He plays the cop who tries to investigate the disappearance of this guy that they killed. Um, and she falls in love with him, and their connection's so good, and I love it so much. There's so many great elements. Someone loves practical magic. Oh, gosh, guys, I'm gushing. <laughs> well, you're, you know, I had literally, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't get whether this film was a comedy. Oh, I know. Or a drama or a mm-hmm. horror. That's what I love about it. Yeah, okay. There's yeah. so many different elements. And then at the very end, when they all, and like these sisters have been ostracized their whole life. Like people know that they're weird. People know that something's, um, and weird meaning just they have powers, but to everybody else they're afraid of that so then they just make fun of them so it's interesting how the town starts to um it's a small town they start to embrace their powers at the end um they all kind of come together and i just i just love it so much and then they jump off the house with their umbrellas and i want to be a witch so bad is essentially what i'm trying to say this is essentially <laughs> <laughs> i want to have powers so badly and this is young nicole kidman too she's amazing in this yeah, yeah. she has her orange hair and, yeah. it, and they both like i don't know Maybe it's just me, but they both have the super long, long hair. So I have two sisters, but I'm very close. Like growing up, I was very close to my one sister who's just 13 months younger than me. Um, And so she was always Nicole Kidman's character. Shout out to Sid. Oh, that's Devin. Devin. Yeah. Sydney, who I'm very close with now, we're seven years younger. So back at the, or we're seven years apart. So back then I was like, Devin and I grew up very closely together. So for us, it was like, she was Nicole Kidman's character and I was Sandra Bullock's character. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I had the dark hair. This is your (laughs) film, Practical Magic. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> okay, enough about that. What about you? She's still glowing, everybody. <laughs> she really loves this film. I know. I had to go with, and this is gonna, this might come back to haunt me because oh. when we do Keanu, this would have probably been in there. Okay. But luckily it'll help me actually because he has so many. Um, Speed. <gasps> 1994. Fantastic. Pop quiz, hot shot. There's a bomb on a bus. Once the bus goes 50 miles an hour, the bomb is armed. If it drops below 50, it blows up. What do you do? What do you do? No. Are you insured? Yeah, why? He's the only solution. We just got a ransom demand from your terrorist. Says he's rigged the city bus. Where's Jack? Where do you think? Stay on or get off. Get off. is much better. Everybody hold on! Both Sandra and Keanu were 30 at the time. Oh my goodness. And I remember watching this and being like, we hadn't seen Keanu in a bit. Um, And I was like, I got to get to the gym. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Because I was like, this is the first time Keanu was playing a cop and shaved head. And I was like considering shaving my head at the time. Oh, really? And I was like, I'm going to hit the gym. Um, yeah. <laughs> because he was so buff in this? It was the first time Keanu played a super 
um, masculine cop. Oh, We're talking, this I is see. post Bill and Ted's. Oh, uh, yeah, you're right. And uh, yeah, like this you're, is before yeah. a ton of that stuff. Okay, got you. Um, and even my private, my own private Idaho. Yes, he, he was young. Yeah, 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 very young. But yeah, you're right. Didn't Great have film quite as well. That. Such a good film, holy. Gus Van Sant. Um, River Phoenix. Yeah, oh, River. I know. Speaking of um, legends that, oh man, oh, to so imagine sad. what him and. No. I no. know. It's really He's up sucks. there in the Heath Ledger, what could have been. Type. I 100% agree with you. I was just watching Running on Empty. Oh, classic. Such a good movie with River Phoenix. I mean, for me, that's the movie that I'm like, I mean, aside from Stand By Me, mm-hmm. obviously, but he was so young um, in that movie. But for me, that was like, wow. Like, yeah, that's um, what he could have done. Anyway. <laughs> on, also on that side note, what was on TV recently was one of the Indiana Jones, and you forget that River Phoenix <gasps> played young Indiana in yes. one of the films. Yeah, I forgot. And that was another film that I was like, I'm going to grow my hair. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is, long, I'm learning so much about you. Um, obviously <laughs> okay. my styles are, are inspired by film, uh, fight club and speed. Yeah. yeah. So speed 1994, okay. she plays Annie. Love and, her in it. Do you think that was her breakout film? Some say demolition man should have been, okay. but speed clearly broke her it into made her like a, she like a box office, box office, yeah. Hollywood, America's sweetheart. Yes. Um, yeah, and even recently she was on Ellen. I feel like it was literally a couple months ago or very recently she was on Ellen saying that she, at times, she had a, a mini crush on Keanu. Speed was uh, 25 years ago. Oh. That kind of launched your career, right? It, oh, it most definitely did. It was I meant for me and you took the role. <laughs> that I took your role mm-hmm. and I don't feel bad about it at all. It's true. <laughs> I think about how sweet Keanu Reeves was and how... He, it, was, yeah. it was hard. It was really, yeah. it was hard for me to like really be serious. Like he would look at me and I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'd have to try to, you know, and his job was just to keep my dress sort of kept flying up. So his job was to just, I said, whatever you do, just keep my dress down. And he, the whole stunt, like he just made sure my dress. That's sweet. It's very sweet. Did y'all get together? Did you date him? Never dated him. Really? I, there was just something about me that I guess he didn't like. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. I think it's true. No. He never, He was never, probably intimidated. Not at all. Were, yeah. No, there's nothing to intimidate. I, it's, yeah. I'm not that. Yes, you are. But we, yeah. but I think we're probably friends for that long because we didn't. Yeah. Right. That. <laughs> so can I tell you, I've interviewed him a few times for John Wick. Yes. Great movie. We got to do Keanu now. I know. Uh, and uh, there is just... Um, there's a, a way about him, but I, I don't know how to describe it. I've interviewed celebrities over the years, and you'll walk into a room, and sometimes, for no reason, there's just like a, an, a thing. Yeah. When you sit in front of someone, and, and he has, has that, that whatever that is. He's so nice. Yeah. He gets so excited about his film roles when he talks about it. I just, I, yeah, I kind yeah, of no, him. Everything I've seen with him, other than the amazing mini stories that uh, everyone has about his not only charitable side. Oh, yeah. But um, funny stories that where he will ride the subway and do everyday guys. I love him. Yeah, yeah. No. We'll save that for the camera. Yeah. yeah. Back to Sandra. <laughs> Back to Sandra. <laughs> Speed. Um, and I was going to say uh, Dennis Hopper as the oh, villain in yeah. this. Um, unexpected, but amazing. Oh, I forgot that. Yo, wasn't he the bad guy in Waterworld too? Yes, which <laughs> could be one of the worst films of all time. Dude, it I love that movie. Oh my gosh. We'll <laughs> save that for you can save that for your Kevin Costner one. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, I grew up on that film anyway. So Canu as uh <laughs> no judgment plays uh Jack 
Draven and Dennis Hopper is Howard Payne as the bomber who I guess and the funny he has all the punchlines with Canu um what do you do and he always has like a pop <laughs> quiz pop quiz what do you do which is probably one of the most also notable movie lines of of all time yeah and what people forget is that his partner uh is Jeff Daniels a young Jeff Daniels as Harry Canu's partner what okay I gotta go back and watch this because I forgot Dennis Hopper was in it and I love him who did you say Jeff Daniels Jeff Daniels I love Jeff Daniels oh dumb and dumber and he's amazing in the newsroom amazing in oh man um so as anyone that doesn't know it's a a young police officer played by Keanu Reeves tries to prevent a bomb exploding on a bus but the key thing is that the bus has to stay above 50 miles per hour and due to events, Sandra Bullock um, is one of the people on the bus. And the bus driver accidentally gets shot, so Sandra takes the wheel. <laughs> and That's it wild. becomes uh, an amazing 90s action movie. It's so good. And I feel like a lot was on her to carry that film, although Keanu... Well, he, he just plays the... That's it. Yo, get away from the... Like, very... Right. Like, cop. she's playing the average, everyday... I now have to take control of this situation. So Sandra Bullock does such a great job at playing the everyday person, but being so entertaining to watch. Yes. You really believe that she is a girl that's in a weird situation Mm -hmm. and super stressful and traumatic situation. But at the same time, she can't help but be funny Uh, and charming at the same time. Yeah. And she's got little quirky tendencies that you do see throughout all of her films. And you're like, I think she's really like that. (laughs) And if you see interviews... On talk shows, she really is. Yeah. Um, yeah, so my favorite scene would probably have to be um, the small banter with Keanu at, when she starts taking the wheel. Why is all this happening? I mean, what do we do, bomb the guy's country or something? Yeah. No, it's just a guy who wants money. I don't buy that. It's not a very good way to make money. <laughs> so, um, what is this guy's deal? A while back, he held some people for ransom. Went sour, and now he's a little pissed at me. What does that have to do with us? Nothing. It's a game. If he gets the money, he wins. If the bus blows up, he wins. What if you win? Then tomorrow we'll play another one. But I'm not available to drive tomorrow. Busy. I think I saw Speed, too. Oh, no. So I think I saw Speed 2 before I saw the original Speed. Wow. Mm-hmm. And Speed 2 with, with, was it Cruise Control? I don't know. Jason Patrick. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Jason Patrick. I uh, loved in Lost Boys. We love in Lost Boys, but. But yeah, it's not the same. Not in Speed 2. But Sandra Bullock was in that one too, right? Yes. Like she came back for that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But nowhere near Speed. No. No, no. I hear that. Yeah. I actually want to go home. You're making me want to go home and watch Speed again. Oh my gosh. It's amazing. And. As much as I say in other ones, it's hard for me to suspend belief. We're talking two really hard to believe survival. <laughs> <laughs> when you see how they survive, not only the bus, um, but later when they survive an, a runaway subway car. Oh yes, yeah. I remember. Yeah. Oh my gosh! But that's you're, you. You say it so right when you say '90s action flicks. Like you, I miss those. I'm not yeah. gonna lie, I yeah. really do. We need more diehards in (laughs) modern cinema (laughs) all right so always the most challenging aspect of our podcast but fun is figuring out who we think is the next sandra bullock 
Yeah. Who is on their way to becoming similar. Sandra Bullock's understudy. Yeah. The, uh, there's a, I don't know, there's a couple options. Yeah, so I think initially, even though she's kind of taken a break from uh, making films right now, I initially would have thought uh, Jennifer Lawrence, mm-hmm. just because... Um, she's busy it, getting married and engaged. Exactly, and I think Mother took a lot out of her. I feel like she... T- I know Red Sparrow came out after too, but I think after she did Mother, she kind of needed like a, <laughs> a yeah. cleansing period. Um, I, I mean, if you read any interview, you know how much that like affected her. So, uh, But if you go back to like Silver Linings Playbook and... She's so good in that movie. And I know she got her Oscar, but she's quirky and she's funny. And then, of course, all the interviews that she's given on late night talk shows and everything. I mean, to me, she kind of encompasses that quirky, funny, Bullock flair. Yeah. Um, And if I'm thinking kind of like rom-com sweetheart, for me, I'm just so in love with Lana Condor, who we've seen in the Netflix film To All the Boys I've Loved Before. Um, I saw a lot of similarities between their acting styles, kind of quirky, kind of, um, mm-hmm. but you fall in love with her. So kind I of I that she, awkward. Right. And she's very young. And so I'm very curious to see what's going to happen in her career um, and see what she can do. Yeah, no, I feel like she has some a bright future ahead of I her. I love her. Yeah. yeah, super great at delivering charming and witty lines. Yeah. Um, for my two, I was thinking Camila Mendez from Riverdale. I didn't even think about that. And I feel like she, when, if given the chance, I have to see more of her comedic work, but I feel like just from her appearances and interviews I've seen, she's pretty funny. And you know what's funny too, if you watch Riverdale, which I do, even when there's times I'm like, why am I watching this? But you love, like the storylines, I don't watch the storylines. I just watch the characters. I love them all. And it's shot amazing. It's beautiful. Like it the really look of is. the show is Gorgeous. really stylized. Yeah. So I watch what they wear. I just, but you do love all the characters and I, I love all the actors who play the characters, but the storylines sometimes are like, what is happening? <laughs> it's, it's not the uh, <laughs> deepest. Uh, no, but I, but I, hey. I still watch it. But hey, so. that's high school, right? Right. And she is a really great character. I love Veronica in this because she takes charge, but she's kind of funny. Whereas I feel like Betty is always so serious and, you know, uncovering mass killers or dealing with burying bodies. Like she was really dealing with a lot of the heavy. Yeah, her characters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As much as I love Betty and I love Lily Reinhardt, I, do, I can see Veronica. Um, that character, and then Camila Mendez, is that yep, her name? Camila yeah, Camila Mendez. Um, so Taking she was one on. I thought of. That's good. And then two would be Brie Larson, Captain oh, Marvel. Oh, yeah. You know what's... Okay, go. Because I've seen her more recently be very witty and funny um, in 21... Not 21 Jump Street. Yeah, 21 Jump Street. She was hilarious in that. Yeah. So I immediately thought she was very charming and cool in that. Um and she played like Jonah Hill's love interest. And uh, yeah, no, I feel like she could totally do rom-com stuff, even though she's in superhero and she's done serious stuff like, what was it, House or? Oh, what was that film? That was that was, that was a tough one, but that won her Oscar. Um, Did she win an Oscar for that? Yes. Wow. Yeah. And so I, what I find interesting, she wins the Oscar and then she goes on to play Captain America or Room. Captain Marvel. Room. Room. Yeah. What did yeah. you think it was? House. house. <laughs> hey, close, close. Close. Did you see that movie? I the saw that movie. inside the house. Um, which room? Yeah. Yes. That's tough. It's good. Yeah, that that's, uh, that's emotionally draining. You got to be in the right mood to watch yeah, it. Yeah, I'm ready for Captain Marvel after that one. Oh, me too. And what's so great, if you watch any of these films, I know I'm talking so much today, but no. 
Coffee watched, kicked in. If you you gave me an espresso, it's your fault. <laughs> I don't usually drink espresso. Um, Avengers: Infinity War. If you watch the end of that, you know that Captain Marvel is going to play a really big role in. I don't know the, the end of it. Next what? Avengers film, which essentially is going to tie up the whole Thanos storyline. I've, I'm a big comic book guy, so I know kind of certain storylines, but I'm trying mm-hmm. to think of the part in Infinity War. I don't know if I, can I say that? Well, this is going to be a spoiler. Well, people, okay, maybe don't then. We'll save this one for, although everyone has seen Infinity yeah. Wars, but even okay, well, I've seen so, Infinity so Wars. So I'm just going to say spoiler. Spoiler alert. Here. So don't you see at the end, um, doesn't Nick Fury hit a button and it's the symbol is Captain Marvel that pops up when everyone's disappearing? Oh, I'm gonna show maybe you. I missed that you part. Phone. I think, like, even for myself, I was like, what? I didn't quite recognize the Captain Marvel symbol right away, but... So we're going to get Captain Marvel first, and so we'll get to know who she is, and then I think she's going to play a pretty big role in the last Avengers Endgame. <coughs> I think that's what it's called. And when I say last, I just mean, like, it's kind of the end of, like, this 10-year amalgamation of all these Marvel characters. I always wonder, on a side note, how that call sheet looks. <laughs> Is amalgamation the right word? Yeah, amalgamation okay, cool. works. What do you mean? Like in terms of all the stars that are on this call sheet? Speaking of an all-star cast, yeah, that has got to be the hardest film to juggle schedules with. I agree, and yet... And yet it's done it well. It works, yeah. and it, it does... I, I just have to think... I mean, they've signed these contracts years ago for six-plus films. It's like, you signed it, you have to be available. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow dipping into a film for, oh, like, a couple yeah. seconds, and it's like, wow. She's like, been there from the beginning. Yeah, no, I know. Um, I love Pots. Um, but it's just crazy that they're... Anyways, that was a side note. That was a side... There's been a lot of side notes today. Yeah. You're so right about my espresso kicking in. It's I'm all sorry. good. It's all good. Oh, uh, anybody else for Sandra Bullock? I think we had some good ones. Yeah. Yeah. She's a tough one. She's a tough one. She's a very tough one. I know. As all of these are, because we're choosing some really iconic people. Iconic people. It's hard to. Yeah, it's not easy. Or they're so new that we're only just getting to know the new batch of, like, I can I tell you, I instantly thought Elizabeth Banks. But yes. I did not realize, because Elizabeth Banks is really funny, and she can play serious roles, and she kind of has that, such a likable quality to her in all her roles. And then I realized she's 45, wow. which I had no idea, and which is fine. I just thought she was like in her late 30s. And um, Sandra Bullock and her are similar in age, yeah, essentially. Yeah, Bullock, so. 55, and mm-hmm. it's just crazy to me. Um, shout out to Sandra because she was, I guess, 54 in Ocean's 8. She looked amazing. She looks amazing. Yeah. yeah no, I, I love Elizabeth Banks too. I do. I um, think she's so great. Yeah. Zach and Mary make a porno. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> goodness. I feel like she's been there for, she's always been there. Yeah. But then it wasn't until a lot later in her career that everyone was like, we love her. Yes. Whether it be the whole singing movies. Mm-hmm. That was, or, that was big for her. Yeah. No, she's always good. Yeah. All right. Hey, that's, that's Sandra what I got. Bullock in the books. Yeah. Thanks, Morgan. Thanks, Joe.